musical journey of mindfulness and calm with your host, August Radio Project. Thank you so much for joining me on this hour. Thank you to yourself for giving yourself this hour. your new round here. This is a podcast for people who are seeking some stress-free time where I just jam some guitar. I speak some words, some advice. I just give you a reason to switch off for an hour. listen intently, you can follow along, or you can just put it on in the background, either way, it's just a little bit of musical therapy to help you through your day, help you through your week, we're going to keep things calm, your activities. Try and be mindful. Try and listen in. Try and stay present. Even even if it's just for this hour. some more after this, I encourage you to go back to the previous three episodes and take a listen. And remember that you can listen to these more than once. They're there for you. Sometimes when we do things for a second time, we realise different things to what we saw the first. Same can happen when you walk down the same street a few times, at different times of day. You realise that there was different things there to the first. Perhaps your perception of that place is different to the first time. Maybe the emotions you were feeling in that first instance are different to now. And something like a mindful musical therapy podcast 
Maybe it would work in a different way depending on how you're feeling. Even though it's the same. But anyway, I encourage you to go listen to those as and when you feel like. Just know that this podcast is a weekly entry. So there'll be one every week. And they're all yours. So we'll start this week as I've started the last three. With a bit of breathing. Breathing being a fundamental part of life, but also a fundamental part of being present. great for when things get overwhelming or things are stressful because it's always there for you to come back to at any given moment and before we go into the exercises I thought I'd take a moment to on some knowledge of breathing that I've gathered. Not too long ago I read a book. It's by an author called James Nestor. And the book is called Breath. And I encourage you to read it. It will open you into some huge insights on the importance of breathing. He's done the full extensive research and backed up with science, but he it sort of tells the story of how our breath is so much more than just oxygen and carbon dioxide. Really importantly, it's actually a key component to good health. It's up there with sleep, diet, exercise. It should be one of the founding pillars of keeping good health. So by following some simple breathing exercises, you're doing a lot more than just being present and calm, you're doing your body a whole cohort of favours, including breathing out toxins, bacteria, disease, virus, even the extra weight our bodies hold on to, we're losing it through breathing out, breathing out properly. for your health so why not we're gonna breathe in through the nose out through the mouth if this is comfortable for you breathe in 
sigh out. Breathe in through the nose. Sigh it out as you feel it. Breathe in. Breathe out. Let all the tension go as you breathe out. Breathe in. Release the tension. Breathe in. sense of calm come over you acknowledge how with each breath you're having to remain present not allowing for past reflection or future thought Try something called box breathing. So cool because you're kind of making a box with your breath. It's a good activity for when you're feeling overwhelmed, feeling stressed. It's a common practice found over a whole bunch of things, but it is also in the book by James Nestor. Which if you get the audiobook for, it has some guided breathing at the end. Alternatively, you can just listen to me. So box breathing, we're going to breathe in for four. We're going to hold for four. Out for four, and then we're going to hold once more for four, and repeat. This regulates the oxygen and carbon dioxide balances. It brings our minds to the present. It gets a good strong breath out to get rid of those toxins. sense of calm if you feel any sensations just let them be let's try it so we'll breathe in for four Hold. 
the nose. Two, three, four. Play with the sensation. Every inhale, focus on what it brings. Focus how it feels. And the same with the exhale. Notice how the mind starts to relax. Just like when you've been tensing a muscle. You're doing the same for your mind right now.
so we're going to build slightly on what we covered in last week as I said at the start of the podcast these musical therapy sessions aren't in any particular order so no need to go back to it just yet but I encourage you to if you should need to at any time I'm going to talk about our senses again through a few exercises which you could do along with this podcast or you can do them later on or just listen in it's cool but I want to talk about our sensory experiences see some of this might sound like pseudo hippie stuff that's okay but it taken on the surface too it can just be used literally so regardless of your judgement and how you feel about it, listen in and take what you can from it have a go at the exercises I think you'll like them so reality it's what's in front of us but as human beings, we take in reality through our five senses. Which isn't the full picture. It's just the detail of what our five senses can take in. But even through these five senses, We don't always mindfully focus on them and therefore even the small portion of the picture that we do take in is an even smaller version of itself. To give you an example, how many times have you maybe been driving but been so far in thought that you don't remember how you got to your destination? weren't focusing on the sense of sight you were using it because you arrived but you weren't focusing on it last week I went through some exercises of being present through the senses this week I'm going to go through some exercises make you realise that when you don't use your senses you aren't taking in the full picture and even when you do use them to some extent you're still not taking in the full picture why is this important? well it's important to realise that reality is more than you perceive it to be that your reality isn't always what it occurs to be or appears to be sorry. when problems occur in life when we get worried and anxious and stressed
and look at the detail. We find what we're feeling within the details, forgetting to look at the bigger picture. Too often do we find that the bigger picture is a good thing, it's a positive. In the long run, the problems we have, the anxieties, the stress, results in good. And quite often you realise that all the anxiety and the stress and negative feelings you put towards the details were part of an overwhelmingly good bigger picture. So through activities of realizing this, we can put it into practice. So the next time you're feeling overwhelmed by something that seems like the biggest deal in the world, Remember that the little details that you're focusing on are part of something bigger. And what better way to remember this than to realize that you're only experiencing them through your five senses, which aren't always switched on. Focus on being present when you're looking and really hearing, really feeling through your senses. You can recognize that you weren't perhaps focusing on those things in the times of overwhelming panic or anxiety or just being out of control. time where the news and other people, social media is evoking fear and panic by spreading small details of what's going on. Perhaps the whole picture is actually going to result in a better place, a better world, a better life. Therefore, why would we waste all these precious moments living in fear and panic when actually be a very different overarching picture, something that's very different to those details. So exercise one, you can do this now, or you can do it later on, or just listen in. We're going to explore feels like to have a muted sense and how hard it is to focus on the bigger picture when all you can do is see the details 
So exercise one, I'm going to get you to close your eyes tight. Close your eyes. Notice what you can see. Notice the colours behind your eyelids. Notice how the light kind of gets through. Maybe you're in a dark room and not light, not much light is coming through. Maybe you're in the sun and the sun's kind of shining through. Either way, just keep them closed. Now realize that the reality that you see when your eyes are open is still there. It's still there because you know through your other senses you can still hear me, you can still smell the smells, you can feel the place around you. can't see it. All you can see is the flashing colours and the light coming through. So now what I'm going to get you to do is reach out your arm in front of you and place your palm flat to the sky as if you're getting ready to receive something. about where your arm and hand and palm are in the space in front of you. Try to imagine it in your mind's eye. Can you picture it? Can you be for sure where it is in the space? like it's in the space you're actually in. Can you sense the real reality? How can you be for sure your arm is exactly where you think it might be? So now, I want you to imagine that there's something heavy in your palm. Your arm should still be held out and your palm facing flat up. And an object's been placed there. Feel its weight. Imagine it in your hand. Focus so intently on the idea that there is something in your hand that you start to feel the heaviness, the weight. Doesn't matter what it is, just feel the weight. Keep your eyes closed.
hand and let the weight drop to the floor. Turn your palm to face back upwards once again and notice that it got lighter. Notice that you can't feel anything there anymore. Take a deep inhale in. And as you exhale, open your eyes. See that there was nothing in your hand all along. There's nothing around you that's dropped to the floor. Now look at your hand and your arm. Become aware that it isn't exactly where you pictured it to be. Become aware of the fact that your visual surroundings have probably changed since before you closed your eyes. Probably subtly, maybe there's less light, maybe there's more light. Maybe somebody entered the room, maybe somebody left the room. an insect flying around or maybe outside it got cloudy or the sun came out either way I'm sure there's something in your visionary expanse right now that's changed slightly but guess what what we think we can see and what we actually see are different What we see, we feel. And when we're sad, we focus on the visually sad things around us. Maybe you look at the dull weather, or a horrible insect, or a fly, or a dirty patch, something that's not tidy. What you're doing there is actively seeking out the things that are gonna pull you down even more without realizing you don't even know you're doing it. But these are only details of a much bigger picture. Because when you're happy, you do the same thing. You focus on the visually happy, visually happy things around you. You look at the sky, the colors, you look at cleanliness, Again, they're just details. And they're details that were there when you weren't feeling so good. And you could see dirt, and you could see dull color. It's important to remember these things during times. You're a part, or you are a bigger picture. A bigger picture that focuses on detail.
going to try a second exercise. Now this one you really don't have to do right now. You can do it later. Or in your own time. This one requires you to put your hands over your ears. And right now you're listening to this, so maybe don't do it just yet. But if you feel like doing it, then I'm not going to stop you. This time I want you to cup your hands over your ears. Listen out for what you hear. You're going to notice how muffled everything is. And how it sounds different to usual. Maybe speak a little. Or hum. the sounds and notice how the vibration and frequency is slightly different. Try listening to something in particular like a song or a conversation or a TV show and notice if you can make out the words. Are you using your other senses to help you? Focus just completely on sound. Focus on the clarity of everything around you. Whilst your ears were muffled, you were experiencing reality with those missing parts. You could only hear a portion of what you usually can, or what you actually can. The lesson here is, when you don't know the whole story, you're experiencing it with missing parts. Therefore, you don't completely understand what's going on. But that's okay. Therefore, you shouldn't get tied up in emotion on what's going on because, again, you're focusing on detail that could be picture, could be part of a much bigger picture that ends up being something fantastic. So find joy in that. part of a bigger reality. You are the bigger reality. The five senses don't always take it in. And sometimes the way you feel, the way you perceive the world, means you focus on those details.
last exercise that I'll get you to do. Again, this doesn't have to be done now. It can be done later. You're going to need an object for this, perhaps a ball, a tennis ball or something. But I want you to take an object in your hands. Now either close your eyes or take it away from your vision, hold it away so you can't see it. I want you to focus completely on feeling the ball in your hands. Roll it around a little, move it from hand to hand, squeeze it in between your fingers and thumb. Focus on the feeling of the object in your skin. Now if you had to describe these feelings to someone using words, and pretend this someone has never felt this object in their hands before. words would you use? How would you describe it? Can you really depict a feeling using words? Would you be able to describe the sensation to give a complete understanding? really skilled poet or someone who's really literate might give it a good shot but you'll still never be able to compare to the actual feeling there's a lesson we can learn from doing this activity and I'm going to tell you what it is, but I'm also going to remind you that sometimes just having something in your hand, moving it around mindfully, feeling it against your skin, can be a great exercise just to bring you to the present, to remind you that you're here, that you can feel in your hand, you, you have sensation, you have senses. The senses are only telling half the story of true reality. When life feels overwhelming, know that what is going on is your perception through your senses. It might not be the overall big picture. A picture that the future may one day help you understand. Only you will realise then that you were focusing so much on the detail of this present moment, you can see the enjoyment, you can see the good. So, just for today, just for now, take in the moment and focus on what you can feel good about. The details of what you can't and what you don't. they're most likely part of a bigger picture that one day you'll see is also a good thing. If you 
want to take this one step further, then how about creating a list of three things that in the current time you're finding overwhelming. Then put an arrow beside each one and write down how it could be part of a more positive big picture that perhaps you can't currently grasp. And if you can't think, perhaps write down next to it a bigger picture that you hope it's part of. Because chances are it is. This activity isn't to make you feel small. It's actually just to make you realize that you are the bigger picture. But sometimes we just focus far too much on the little details. thing I want to talk about is getting excited. Something about getting excited that I think needs more focus and attention. As a person, I'm always getting excited. And all too often, excitement is seen. And we're told to contain it. We need to think about children when they get excited. They get energetic, they run around, they want to jump up and down. Loud, they get excited. What incredible energy. But often children are told to calm down. We encourage less excitement. We encourage them to stop. blunting the excitement which is an incredible emotion it's an incredible feeling 
So what we get is a bunch of adults who've learned to contain their excitement and not show it. But it's such a good feeling. So today I want to talk about not containing your excitement. Getting excited about things that are just here and now. Because there is an argument for excitement being an expectation for the future. And although this isn't something you should really entertain, because expectations aren't always met, it doesn't mean you can't get excited about what's going on right here, right now. I guarantee there's something in your life right now, no matter how small, that you could be excited about. Excitement's contagious. That energy is profound. It's an emotion that's easy to find. It really is. Because there's always something slightly exciting going on. So I want you to think of something right now that you can be excited for that's happening right now in this many, very, very moment. because you're here, you're just, you're here in the moment, and that's enough, maybe that's exciting, used to say it's not, maybe it's because you're listening to this podcast, your favourite podcast, maybe that's why you're excited, maybe it's because you're cooking your favourite meals, maybe you're surrounded by your favourite people, Maybe you're sat on your favourite seat. Maybe it's not even your favourite. Maybe it's just something that you like. I want you to think of that contagious excitement, that that energy, and, and bring it into your body. Get excited. Maybe you'd be excited more if you didn't think that you had to contain it all the time. like laughter it's such a important emotion to feel so why would you blunt it why would you contain it you don't need to you need to be excited and find enjoyment in the sheer excitement not just the thing that you're excited for but the excitement itself around you, try and tell you you need to contain it, you need to calm down, because they don't understand, tell them in a nice, mindful, gentle way, no, I'm excited, and I'm going to ride that wave of excitement, and enjoy it, even if the outcome isn't exactly what we expected it to be. Find joy in the idea that you just are excited. 
like laughter is an expression of something. Let the excitement be an expression. And find joy in the expression as opposed to the thing itself. Even if you do find sheer joy in the thing itself. I want you to be mindful of the excitement. Life is exciting. You're here. You're doing it. You're living it. No matter how many ups and downs we go through, it's always exciting. There's always something to be excited for in the very moment we're in. I'm excited because I'm playing guitar. I'm excited to be talking to you through the means of microphone recording that goes onto the internet. I'm excited by the people that surround me. And I could keep going, and I'm sure you could too. today in this podcast is positive affirmation positive thinking results in positive outcomes how? well because you believe in the positivity in the same way that writing your goals down leads them to actually happening believe it or not thinking positively about something will result in positivity in that very something. Positive affirmations. You can. You will. Is there something you want? Are you trying to achieve something? Let's take the last segment of this podcast positively affirm it August Radio Project Star think of something you want think of something in life that just makes you the happiest it might be a big life goal 
or you might do something simple like I just want to feel good I want to feel good whatever it is I want you to see it written in your head and I want you to turn the want into a will I will feel good and then I want you to turn the will into a do I do feel good Positively affirm that you are the thing you want to be. It's already there inside you. You have the thing you want more than anything. Positively affirm that you are, that you will, that you have. I will get everything I've ever wanted because I have everything I've ever wanted inside me. Positively affirm it. You can do it. It might feel cliche, but it's real because it's not just you can do it, it's you are it already. Doing it is just a matter of means. Positive affirmation, it reminds the subconscious parts of you that you currently aren't aware of, probably because they rest outside your senses. By positively affirming, you remind those things that are outside your senses that you're really doing it. You really already are it. It's not a case of you will that you can, it's that you already are, it's just that it's going to happen either way, so fill yourself with positive vibrations, every single thing in the universe is vibrating, we know that through science, so if you vibrate positively, you'll attract other things that are vibrating positively. And even in the times where you don't feel positive, you can affirm your positivity. You can say it out loud, you can write it down. You can fill a whole piece of paper. You can take 20 minutes just to continuously mantra it over and over. And even though it might not change how you feel right then and there, Bring about the vibrations that attract more positive things. That's your challenge. The last part of this podcast and beyond. And even if you don't feel like doing it right now, think about it. Think about it for later. For listening to this podcast thank yourself for giving yourself this time I'm going to leave you with some sounds of the guitar which I'm excited to be playing and whilst I've given you a few things to think about even if you haven't fully taken them in just had it on in the background 
sure it will have done more good than you know. Any feedback, any questions, don't be afraid to come over, hit me up, I'm on Instagram, at a at August Radio Project. And I'll leave you with these sounds. Thank you for listening. Thank you.